Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. My name's Scott Jennison. I'm the Acquisitions Manager here at Streamline Property Buyers. Um, just before we do start, I just want to have a quick shout out to the people that do say hello to us on a weekend. Um, it's it's always great, and we do love it when people stop us. We're at an auction just last weekend. Um, shout out to um, Ben, who stopped us and said g'day. Um, so, hey, hey Ben, thanks for listening, and also to everyone, thanks for listening, and and thanks for saying hello. We, we do love it when people stop us and say hello to us on a weekend. Welcome back, everybody. Um, as you know, Melinda Jennison is my name, and I am the Managing Director here at Streamline Property Buyers. Um, it is market update day today. Um, as you know, I love getting into the data, telling the story behind the data, and helping our viewers or listeners understand exactly what is going on here in Brisbane. And what I can say is that it is quite different here in Brisbane compared to a lot of other capital city markets around Australia, and that's what we are going to cover today. It's definitely a lot, lot different here in beautiful sunny Brisbane, Ecker Week up here. So the, sh- the show week in Brisbane, um, as we, as it's known, the Ecker, um, high 20, I don't know, 28, 29 degrees. Uh, it, it, out. it actually feels like summer. Um, at an auction on the weekend, I did hear one of the auctioneers talking about how good it is in winter when we're all walking around in shorts and t-shirts and thongs and, and it is winter. So beautiful, beautiful place. So there's your weather update, snuck that one in as well. Before we jump into the data, Brisbane, um, seems to be bucking the trend nationally. Look, it absolutely is based on the most recent data put out by CoreLogic up to the 31st of July. Um, what we mean by that is that whilst the national data headlines are showing that price growth is still positive, but that price growth is starting to slow down or lose momentum, that is not the case here in Brisbane. And we've got the data that we'll talk to today that um, absolutely proves that the price growth in Brisbane in both segments of the market, housing and units is actually accelerating. It's it's getting greater month on month um, compared to other capital city markets. So, um, you know, why that's happening, no one really knows. It's definitely caused by an imbalance in supply and demand. And of course, we're going to cover those sorts of metrics today as well but um you know two consecutive um interest rate pauses scott yeah so two pauses I, I, there's a lot of talk about you know people moving up to queensland migration things like that buyers are out um definitely the buyers are out and about um and and stock is low as we do talk about that have for a little while now um that is still continuing so definitely low stock um high buyer demand uh, i think people are still seeing affordability in brisbane um, and it's a very attractive place to um, to park your money in investments and also all relocate um, and live up here in this beautiful sunshine state um, that we that we all love. Um, so people do get bang for their buck when they move up to Brizzy. Yeah, and I think that um, if we're looking purely at the economic data, um, not only have we had two consecutive months where interest rates have held firm, but um, we've also seen some inflation numbers come back in and they were lower than expected in the June quarter. And I think that has had um, some level of um, impact in terms of confidence in the market. Although when we look at consumer confidence levels Australia-wide, it is still as low as the GFC times or you know as low as that first wave of COVID. So it doesn't necessarily align in terms of what those consumer confidence numbers are showing us compared to what we are seeing when we are out and about on the ground, 
um, on weekends because there's certainly a lot of buyer demand here in Brisbane. So, you know, it just goes to show that the consumer confidence levels perhaps don't always align with what's actually being observed on the ground. So, um, as we've mentioned, price growth here in Brisbane is not easing, it's actually accelerating. Um, and we're going to run through some of that data. But I think the main reason is, is very low stock, um, as Scott's pointed out, with, with high demand. Now, when we look at stock, and again, in the last month, there's been some headlines, and I read national newspapers, um, I know what other states are saying, there's been a lot of headlines that stock um, has been increasing in, in a lot of other states. And, and some core logic data has also, has also confirmed that stock levels in the likes of Sydney, for example, um, they are above their five-year average. That is simply not the case here in Brisbane. So we can look at month-on-month -month changes in stock levels, and we do go to SQM research for some of that sort of information. Between June and July, for example, new stock, that, are, that is new properties that are being listed um, for sale on the major real estate portals, new listings increased across the months of June and July by 2.6%. So that's not a lot, and yet total listings declined 6.15%. So um, there was a net um, change of listings um, that was, was down um, around 4%. That is different to other states. And that is something that is important for property buyers to understand. Not only are listing volumes low month on month, but they're also much lower now than the five-year average here in Brisbane. Um, in, in the, the um, range, I guess you could say, of around 30% below that long-term average. So that is a very, very big difference in the supply metrics. If there's fewer properties available for sale and more property buyers looking to buy, that is certainly what's pushing prices up. So, so buyers are, that have been looking at properties have been on the market for a little bit longer, you think? Um, and, and is it a circumstance then of that, you know, if they're it's seller's expectations, if they're not meeting the market, um, those properties then are sitting there a little bit longer and people are looking at them? Yeah, so we're looking at, um, we can look at some core logic data to verify some of the, the stock levels as well here in Brisbane. So um, Brisbane's stock is still 25% um, down compared to this time last year. Um, in terms of new listings and total listings still 21% lower right now compared to this time last year. So again, all of these indicators, regardless of which data source we're relying upon, show stock is low, there's not a lot to buy. Um, and, you know, if we want to contrast that with Sydney, for example, new listings in Sydney are up 9.9% now compared to 12 months ago. So that's evidence of the fact that every single market um, needs to be examined based on its own fundamentals and merits of supply and demand. Now, not just every single market, and I know we talk about this, that you know, every, every market's not the same in locations. And when we talk about Greater Brisbane, which a lot of this information and the data is based on, it, it, the, the demand in certain areas, obviously closer to the CBD, is more popular than um, further away. And this is some of our exclusive data here at Streamline Property Buyers and shout out to Pauline, uh, once again, who works with us over in the Philippines, who is absolutely amazing at collating information for me um, to allow me to examine that information, that data and, and tell the story that we're seeing. So 
demand is definitely much higher in suburbs closer to the CBD than areas further out. And we did address this um, in the podcast where we looked at the number of views per listing on realestate.com for both houses and units. So um, go back to that episode. Um, it was only a couple of weeks ago, and then you'll get that information on where that demand is is located. But the highest demand for houses, for example, um, includes suburbs like West End, East Brisbane and Grange. They're all inner city locations. Um, and then the lowest demand based on the same um, views per, per listing on realestate.com, they're in suburbs including Shawncliffe, Inala, Sunnybank and the Logan Reserve. So again, all happen to be a little bit further out. There's no accident, I don't think, in in the selection of these um, suburbs. This is what the data is showing and it's certainly what we're observing on the ground as we um, you know, uh, occupy or rather service a lot of these inner city locations. And it's very similar with the unit side of things. Again, we're talking about the locations. So the lower density inner city locations, such as Graceville, um, Petrie Terrace, Gordon Park, very high demand. And then your lowest areas, um, again, a bit further out, you're looking at Dara, Wynnum, Wynnum West, sorry, uh, and Mogul. Yeah, so that's um, the data showing a similar trend in the unit market um, as well as the housing market in terms of where that demand is located. And it's quite interesting because obviously demand creates price pressure, especially when there is no increase in supply for that type of product in a particular location at a point in time. So we are also seeing the core logic data showing that there is a trend in which the highest 25% of property values in Brisbane now um, has been growing at a faster rate than the lowest 25% of property values. Um, this is a trend that has emerged in recent months here in Brisbane. So the top end of the market is leading that price growth once again here in Brisbane. Auctions, um, obviously something we do and, and get out and about and see all auctions, watch auctions on weekend. Um, busy weekend, I think coming up this weekend. I know we've got a lot of auctions coming up to to attend. Um, so auction clearance rates, 66.6% um, um, throughout July, according to Apollo Auctions. Yes, and you'll recall that we are quoting Apollo Auctions data because it is specific to Brisbane, whereas that domain data often includes auctions on the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast and regional areas. So 66.6% um, in July, very similar to the auction clearance rate in June, which was 65.05% and also May, which was 66%. So not a lot of change in the number of properties that are selling at auction. What we have seen is a gradual decline in the average number of registered bidders per auction. So if we're looking at that data in May, there were on average 3.9 registered bidders per auction, then 3.7 in June, and throughout July, we saw this number drop to 3.5. However, the number of registered bidders who actually raise their paddle during an auction has remained firm. Um, with 63.4% bidding in July compared with 63.9% the month prior. So what this says is that, yes, perhaps there's, perhaps there's been a small decline in the volume of buyers that are registering at auction, but buyers are still confidently bidding at auction when they are registered parties. So that's still showing um, relative strength in our market. So let's jump on to some values. Um, and if we cover, I guess, the broad area, dwelling values um, across Greater Brisbane. Yes, dwelling values across all of Greater Brisbane um, increased 1.4% throughout the month of July. So that's quarterly growth now, positive 4.2%, which is really reassuring. Um, so the median value for a dwelling is $735,394. Um, and if we're going to quantify the growth over a four week period or that month of July, that's $9,997 
um, growth in that median value across that month. And if you look then at um, uh, ProLogic, uh, ProTrack, Prop Track, sorry. <laughs> so Prop Track, we look at there. Similar, again, we always see this little bit of difference, um, which I always find a bit interesting with the data side of things. 0.37% with a median value of $742,000. Now, when you look at that, there's not much difference in that median value. You know, 735 to 742, it is quite similar, even though those uh, the numbers varied a little bit on those um, the growth side of things. And what is interesting about the prop track data is that um, it has now shown that Brisbane property dwelling values have been rising for seven consecutive months. And it is also showing that Brisbane has now regained all of the price falls from 2022. So they're suggesting, prop track data is suggesting that Brisbane dwelling prices are now 1.98% above their levels one year ago. And if we compare that to what CoreLogic are saying, CoreLogic are saying that the annual change in dwelling values is still down 6.2%. So you can see there is some discrepancy between the two data sets. And it's really important that, you know, we're not going to um, hide the fact that the two data sets are showing something slightly different. Um, we're just bringing that to everybody's attention. I think one thing that's interesting that you talked about there, not only that when you quantify that amount, that $9,997 a month, but also that it's it's trended up continually month on month on month, like the last few months, whatever it is, we've continually gone up in that market. That's something that's um, really interesting to watch as well. Um, house values. So again, we've seen an increase there. Absolutely. Um, I find this much more relevant than looking at dwellings overall, because as we know, um, housing and the housing market and the unit market can often move in different <laughs> directions. And we've certainly experienced that in the last 12 months when we look at that core logic data. So the housing market did gain momentum in price growth in July. We saw 1.4% increase in the median value across the month. So that was up from 1.2% last month. So the current median value for a house in all of Greater Brisbane, according to CoreLogic, is $819,832. And to quantify the price growth over the last month, um, the median value has shifted up $13,051. So if you are negotiating um, and you, you're negotiating, you know, on, on ten dollars or $15,000, um, that was the price growth, growth shift at the median value just in the last four weeks. So keep that in mind during negotiations because the direction of the market will often determine what you need to pay to secure a quality home or investment. I think you can do your own sums on that if you're looking to buy a property and, and that's just the median price. So obviously at $819,000, um, if you say, look, I'm just going to wait for another month, um, at the moment, uh, you've got to save another $13,000 um, for the next month. Um, so you can do your own sums on that one at 1.4% 1 of the property value that you're looking at. Um, prop track, 0.36% um, to a median value of $830,000. Yeah, so very similar, again, showing the same trend of positive price growth. Um, interestingly, again, house prices, according to prop track, over the last 12 months, um, an increase of 1.47%. However, CoreLogic is showing that the housing market in Brisbane um, has declined 7.7% over the same period. So there's definitely some discrepancy between the two data sets in that regard. Yep, so we jump straight onto units. Mm. Um, units obviously have been very, very um, strong for quite a while now. Um, and the change in the unit market yeah big big changes this month in the unit market in brisbane so they experienced a 1.7 percent um, shift in the median value according to CoreLogic. that puts the new median at a record high a new record high 
um, being $520,346. This is the highest it has ever been. Um, and it's actually $8,084 higher than the end of June. So that again, gives some perspective for people shopping in that unit market in terms of you know, where the strength in the market is lying. I will say anything that is covered by a body corporate scheme falls within that unit data. So this does include townhouses. And we've, we've talked a lot about the strength in that segment of the market as well, driven by affordability um, and, and change and shift in, in what people or how people are prepared to live to stay in the more desirable locations. And the prop track on, on the unit side of things, 0.46% to a median value of 551,000. I'm glad I've got prop track correct the last couple of times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yes, definitely um, showing the same trend in, um, in terms of prop track and, um, and the CoreLogic data in that regard. So if we look at the, um, the rental side of things, um, rental market, very, very tight as, I mean, that's probably a given I didn't really need to say that. I think people know that it's a very, very tight market. It is, it certainly is. And, you know, in terms of vacancy rates remaining very low in Brisbane, what I will say, because we've got low vacancy and yet we've got this demand that continues to remain very strong, um, rents in Brisbane have actually been growing at a very fast pace. So um, CoreLogic data actually shows that units in Brisbane specifically are an absolute standout in terms of the fastest rate of rental price growth over the rolling quarter, the last three months. Um, alongside Perth and Melbourne, um, their unit market as well. But unit rent prices in Brisbane have actually grown 3.8% in just three months. I know when we're working with property investors, um, we allow for 2.8% um, indexation on rents um, on an annual basis for a holding period of up to 30 years when we're looking at property investment projections to help those investors make an informed decision about whether this is the right property for them. And yet when we see rental price growth of 3.8% in one quarter of that time frame, it's very hard to project where we could be 12 months from now. So that is very, very strong rental price growth, of course. Um, when we look at what's happened in the last 12 months, the annual change in Brisbane unit rents is up 15.8%. Um, whereas for houses, the annual change is up 7.7%. So very strong growth in both segments of the market, but certainly we're seeing much stronger demand for the rental accommodation in that unit segment of the market. And that is what is pushing up that um, rent and, and that rental price growth. Yeah, that's a massive change That 15.8%. Um doubling the house side of things. So vacancy rates, can you give us a rundown on those? Yes, of course, vacancy rates citywide remaining fairly consistent month to month. Um, we've actually got um, them sitting at 1%, but when we break down by region, the Beanley region between July and June, um, we were sitting at 0.9% in July, whereas that um, come off 0.8% in June. So a slight increase. Um, the Brisbane CBD, 1.2%, uh, that's consistent uh, between the two months. East Brisbane sitting at 1% vacancy, again, no change between June and July. Inner Brisbane, 1.1%, so a change of 0.1% up. Um, Ipswich, 1.3%, so that is the same as last month, so no change there. Northern Brisbane, current vacancy sitting at 0.8%, um, that was 0.9% in June, so that's actually become a little tighter, 0.1% change. Southeast Brisbane, 1.3%. Um, in June, it was 1.1%. So small uptick of 0.2% there. 
Um, we've got Southern Brisbane remaining unchanged at 1% across the two months. And then Western Brisbane, again, a small uptick of one point, um, sorry, currently at 1.1%, previously were 1%, so a small uptick of 0.1%. So very negligible change across most of the markets in Brisbane, very tight rental vacancy. I will say we are hearing anecdotally reports from property managers that the very top end of the market um, has slowed down a lot. And what we mean by that is it's taking longer to rent properties, especially properties that are being listed for rent over that $1,000 per week mark. It seems to be an area where potentially it's it's less affordable for some people, depending on the property type and the location, of course. Um, but there has been a slowdown in that end of the market um, for rentals, according to property managers that we've been communicating with in the last three weeks. So single digits everywhere there. I can't remember when it was. It feels not lot that long ago when we talked about the CBD around 14%. Mm. Um, and now we're talking 1.2% and, and there's nothing over that one point something percent in those vacancy rates. So extremely, extremely tight there. Um, so rental properties are definitely hot. Um, bit of a summary on what's mm. happened, what's happening. Yeah, if, if I can just, before we do the summary, if I can just reflect back to where we're sitting in terms of um, the gross yields here in Brisbane, because I think that's mm. really interesting information. So for houses, the gross yields in Brisbane are currently sitting at 3.9% across all of Greater Brisbane. For units, gross yields are sitting at 5.4%. So this is a very different market whereby not only does Brisbane have the um, the pressure, if you like, uh, because of low supply and high demand for positive price growth. But we also have this much um, higher yielding um, investment environment. And certainly since the 1st of July, perhaps it correlates with the new financial year. The inquiry that we've received from property investors, especially those from interstate, has really escalated. Now, that's our anecdotal evidence based on our own um, business operations. But it appears that uh, there's buyers that are becoming more confident. Perhaps um, the perception is that we are close to or um, reaching very soon the, the maximum interest rate cycle. Um, so investors are able to price in um, perhaps one or two more interest rate hikes and therefore understand what their holding costs are likely to be. But I think there's a lot of commentary that's quite positive around what's happening in Brisbane um, and I think that those yields make it a much more attractive investment environment especially when the cost of holding an asset have escalated so rapidly because of the the rising costs um, especially in relation to interest so for an investor that um, you know now has higher holding costs because interest rates are so much higher than they were 18 months ago it does become a little bit more attractive to have a, a higher um, income coming in while you're, you're waiting for that capital growth to happen. So perhaps that's why we've seen a, an uptick in investment inquiry. So I will start with the summary because um, I know you, you, you'll obviously do a bit of a more of a summary than what I do, but the market's um, very, very tight. Um, as we've said um, over and over, a lot of buyers, um, not a lot of stock. Uh, I think if you're in the market right now, um, you'll have to compete. Um, and you'll be competing against others. So be prepared to compete. Um, if you want to hold and wait, um, as we said earlier, you'll probably pay more next month. Um, that the way that things are going, we can't see that changing. Um, for those people looking investments, obviously great place to invest. I think I'm not trying to sell Brisbane, but um, great place to invest, great place to live. Um, you, you'll rent the property out. Um, and also if you're looking to relocate to Brisbane, um, now's a good time um, before property, the property market continues upwards, I think, the way it's looking. 
And yeah, I think that um, what I'd like to add to that is that um, Brisbane is not one property market, just as Australia is not one property market. And I do think that in the months ahead, we will see some uh, more price um, segregation in terms of which parts of the market and which property types will perform better than others. And I feel that that is the case because we are approaching a time period where it is less affordable for a lot of people to be making a big uh, purchase such as property. Um, there are some people that will feel the pinch because of the um, the mortgage cliff that people keep talking about. Um, we can't deny that that is coming. Um, however, I can absolutely say with certainty that we don't think this is going to impact um, all people in the same way. And we've said this for many, many times before on our podcast. I think also what we are seeing on the ground is definitely an indication of where the data is heading in the months ahead because you cannot deny the demand that exists for quality properties here in Brisbane right now. Buyers are starting to line up to get into some properties. There is um, a very good strong trend of a lot of people bidding at auction. I know that we shared with you the average bidder numbers. We've been at um, some auctions where there's been in excess of 15, um, one particular auction, there were 20 registered bidders. I mean, this is this means 15 or you know 14 or 19 people that registered to buy a home are still in the market to buy and they have um, the ability to buy under auction conditions. So when you are shopping in a location to buy a home or an investment property and you can see the demand around you and you are competing with so many other buyers, that is showing you the direction of the market because every time a buyer misses out, they become a little bit more desperate. They'll stretch that little bit more next time. And what's happening is because we're seeing month on month price growth, we're seeing a little bit more FOMO start to creep back into the market. Certainly nothing like what we experienced in the post COVID boom, but we are starting to see signs that buyers are becoming fed up. They're wanting to actually um, get into the market to avoid um, the disappointment of the opportunity cost. If they don't buy now, what will property values be worth three months from now? And if we look back three months and we've seen 4.2% um, price growth, um, you know, that's a big shift in in values just in a short period of time. And perhaps buyers, you know, don't want to risk that happening in the future. But what I will say is that based on the fundamentals, we don't have a lot of supply right now. We're not seeing a lot of supply come through. If that changes, we will certainly talk about it on this podcast, but based on those fundamentals, low supply, high demand, we certainly don't see prices sliding backwards anytime soon in Brisbane. And I think you gave a little tip away there, just un unknown, but um, people looking to buy here, get your conditions organized. Um, if, you, if you wanna be competitive, and we talk about being competitive buying property, make sure you tighten up conditions and get your finance organized. Um, I think more properties will start to go to auction. I think they will keep continue to be very popular and grow. Um, so get yourself organized, make, make sure you are in a position to buy. Um, we'll wrap it up there. It's been another good market update. Um, again, thanks to everyone to say hello to us. If you see us out in the weekend, tap us on the shoulder, shake hands. It's always good to say hello. Um, and I will let Melinda wrap it up as usual um, and talk to you again next week. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. Yes, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. We do hope you've enjoyed this market update. Please share this information with friends and family, especially if you know someone who is looking to buy in Brisbane in the near future. They really need to understand what is happening on the ground so they can understand how to position their offers um, to avoid missing out. Um, if you would like to leave us a review, we would be extremely grateful. Um, just uh, Google Brisbane Property Podcast, head on over to your favourite podcast player um, and leave us a review on Spotify or 
iTunes. We would really appreciate that. We hope you have a fabulous week. Enjoy the Ecker if you are getting out and about. Enjoy the beautiful sunshine that we have here in Brisbane in the middle of winter. Um, Until next week, we will talk to you again then. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.